Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And I'm like, oh yeah, his internet was down. And he's like, okay, because I was like, he's really quiet. He just usually doesn't let Adam talk this long. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was on the thing. Like, look, bro, like it's some real shit going on. Yeah, it's like, like I think you come in my TED talk. <laughs> right. I said that to the uh I said that to the kids the other day because they weren't doing their chores, they're just laying about, and I came out on a break and I'm eating a fruit roll up. <laughs> And I'm just like <laughs> I looking just, around. I can picture it in here. It's just sloppy it. eating, you know. <laughs> just being ignorant, Brett. <laughs> and then I go, I go, I've been working half my shift. All I've had to eat today is this motherfucking fruit roll up. And you motherfuckers are in the same spot that you were in <laughs> this morning. <laughs> and none of these chores have been done. And Colin goes, he goes, I an idiot. He goes, Oh, yeah, but we have to get it done by when mom's home, so we got plenty of time. <laughs> and I'm looking at him, and you can see his face slowly morph into a fear, like, oh, fuck. And I go, So the house has to be cleaned before mom gets home. What about dad? Why do I have to live in your fucking filth? <laughs> <laughs> all of them got they fucking ass I said clean this mother better be clean by the next time I get to break I come out if I come out of break in this fucking dirt I swear to god I'm gonna get y'all out the house this shit, better, on break. this shit better be cleaned up by the time I get off Kazaa <laughs> came out on break house was clean didn't say a word I walked out grabbed another fruit roll up cause fucking YOLO bro I don't give a fuck <laughs> And the whole time looking at the kids, they're just staring at me, like not blinking. And I just went back in the room. <laughs> and I heard William when I shut the door. We're lucky we cleaned up. <laughs> you should have you should have came back. You should have came back out of way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I'll bust out the door. Like I'll walk out to a quiet and be like, bam, I'm fucking breaking them go. Ah! <laughs> what y'all doing in this motherfucking house? <laughs> 
<laughs> like, that's how I opened it. Like, and I saw it, it was a TikTok. And it, it said how there's two types of Hispanic fathers when they open doors. But I, this pretty, it's a pretty sound thing for everybody. And the first one, he opens the door softly and goes, hi, how's it going? How are you doing? You're okay? <laughs> Saying this all in Spanish. Right. The second one, he busts the door open and he goes, why you close the door? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing in here? <laughs> and the kids are like, you're the second one. I'm like, you damn right. You close my fucking door. You don't pay rent. Yeah, my dad was the second one. <laughs> What'd you close the door? <laughs> it's because it's hot outside. <laughs> my grandfather used to say some lewd shit. He's like, put your dick down, motherfucker. <laughs> Quit touching your dick and go blind. Shit. <laughs> It was once or twice I might have been holding my dick. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is it weird that I'm not holding mine? <laughs> <laughs> you know what you mentioned earlier about, um, uh, what was it? Oh, LimeWire. I started thinking about like, oh, yeah, because didn't, didn't it like everybody start with like Morpheus or Napster? Then it was Morpheus then like Kazaa, then LimeWire. Is it usually like how it started? Like the more popular ones is it kind of you you st- you started on Napster, then Napster, you know, got shut down. Then everybody went to like Morpheus, and then Morpheus. I, yeah, there was a thing called Morpheus. You don't remember Morpheus? No. Yeah, it, I remember. I went to Morpheus, and then after that, it was Kazaa. I know Kazaa. Yeah. Yeah, and then LimeWire. Frostwire and all that shit. <laughs> you caught that new track on. I got off because I'm a fucking. I remember back then when you bootlegged music, you were fucking cool. Yeah. Like not not everybody could do it, and yeah. they didn't know how. Yeah. But they were scared. You know. I and you're looking like, for the connections. You're looking for like T1, T3 yeah. connections. And the hottest thing to have in high school, when I was in high school anyway, in the end of the end of the 20th century, um, was. A CD player in your car that could play MP3 CDs. Oh yeah, you have a CD with fucking eighty tracks on that bitch, just bumping, boom, boom, boom. I remember, I remember, like, I remember when my brother was looking for a CD player. I go, no, 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 get this one. He's like, why? I go, because it's MP3 compatible. I go, so you can burn CDs on there. <laughs> oh man, I wonder what happened to my. But I had a bunch of like burned CDs. I don't know what happened to them. They're probably in that big folder or CD case that I don't know where. <laughs> I had a, I had that too. Everyone did. I yeah. had a big ass folder, and I kept it in the car, unless it was if it was summer. I didn't because it was in Arizona. <laughs> but I kept it in the car, and then um, my I had the seventy five Ford Granada. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> um, and the one of the pistons went out, and someone was like, "Oh, I can fix it. Just tow it to my house." And I did, and then it got stolen out of his yard. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> All my CDs went with it. Uh, that that was that that's hard life right there when all your CDs go to. I didn't know what to do with myself, bro. Yeah. I was so mad. Unless you, it was like 2003, I think. <laughs> I can't because I can't remember. Oh, I think it was yeah when iTunes first came out. That's when I started uploading all my CDs onto like iTunes, and I have like 5,000 songs on my iTunes still right now. <laughs> that's like gee, I, that's when I think I started uploading them and then because it was so like i was using itunes to burn cds and shit and uh just before that i was using a a windows media player 
Yeah. yeah, I remember back then you could ha- you had the different skins <laughs> from Windows Media Player. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Going back in time. All right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all that clickbait clutter. We're thinking so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. As usual, we are the purveyors of said lazy geeks, Jesus. Uh, or purveyors, <laughs> <laughs> the purveyors of goods of plenty from far and wide <laughs> of these lands. It was I feel uh, like we're playing D and D all of a sudden. <laughs> it was a uh, yeah, it was word of the day dictionary, word of the day calendar. <laughs> oh right, with cats. <laughs> exactly, you know, because I keep I get lonely. <laughs> uh, oh, so. Uh, you know how I got everything all hooked up with Plex and shit like that. You know, now yeah. I'm streaming everything and all that. It's just so fucking easy. You don't have to worry about fucking Codex or any of that shit now. Has shut up about Plex all fucking week. Yeah. Plex this, Plex that. <laughs> but now I'm able to take my Xbox out of the living room and uh, and put it back in my room. So yesterday I was updating that shit and I was like, oh, God. So I pretty much basically like uh, uh, restored, like did it like almost a reset of like my Xbox. So just because I had like, you know, just I, I just didn't really have I just didn't need all that shit on there. I mean, I got games that are downloaded on there, but I don't have Xbox Live yet. So, you know, it's kind of like eh, I can't play some of these. So I had kind of cleared it and I'm looking at I'm like going, OK, so which games did I purchase? And these are the games that I have and digitally purchased. So now it's like, OK, so I'm, so what do I want to play first? Then I'm sitting there for like 20 minutes trying to figure out what to do. And then I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to go sleep. <laughs> that's 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 really how it is now though yeah is this too much co- it's like we're trying to find something to watch before like for dinner like me and my brother when we sit to we always throw something on tv and it's like i'm sitting there for like 30 minutes while my dinner's getting cold trying to figure out what to watch <laughs> he's just staring into the abyss <laughs> and my yesterday do- my dogs yesterday. are sitting my dogs are sitting there going dude your food's getting cold i'll eat it if you don't want it <laughs> you know <laughs> your, your food's getting cold <laughs> Yesterday, I uh, I played some games. I was fucking. I played three games because I got that new graphics card. <laughs> I played a bit of World of Warcraft. I played Elder Scrolls Online, and I played um, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. I was playing the storyline of that, dude. It looks like a fucking movie. I got ray tracing turned on everything. <laughs> they shined a light in my eye, and it hurt. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> shit was unreal my aim is trash <laughs> just gonna say that right away i don't know what buttons to push of course i think i'm pushing crouch and then i accidentally push jump we're gonna have to figure something out <laughs> i but. think i think if anything i may you know end up getting that new modern warfare playing my xbox yeah it's a good game dude yeah i mean i played the original one you know back in the day and uh and back then day. back in the day you know, they, they which was the, a wednesday by the way <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 um, remastered out now. Oh, is it? Yeah, for uh, like I think it's like thirty bucks. Oh shit! And, and Modern it, Warfare 2, that was like the peak peak. Oh yeah, because I had I had the uh, Modern Warfare the first one for I think it was PlayStation, PlayStation, and um, and then I bought the um, Infinite Warfare because it came with that um, remastered original Modern Warfare. And it was like I waited because I knew it like didn't sell for shit, so I got it for like 
I think 25 bucks on sale after Christmas. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that remastered, dude, I'd fucking get that one. That was the shit, dude, back in the day. Yeah. Back when it was good. Everyone liked that game. Like, there was no, I'm not into Modern Warfare. Everybody played that fucking game. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I've been, like, obsessed with YouTube haters. Um, <laughs> so, like, I don't know how or why fucking Google's algorithm. I don't know. But it popped on, um, but uh, I saw all of these things popping up on... Uh, on uh oh it was the lazy geeks uh the lazy geeks youtube page so when i was when i was on that profile i was like all of these about Susie lou like was popping up and it's like you know oh you know what she's doing how she's a bitch and all this stuff and i'm like going what and then they're like oh and then justice is coming for her. oh she's getting screwed now and i'm like who the fuck is this person so i ended up watching like two videos and it's these videos that are just talking about i don't know if anybody out there knows who Susie lou is um, but, uh, Susie Lou, and then it morphed into uh, sniper wolf or SS sniper wolf mm-hmm. and, uh, about the, 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 the shit that these two do. And I was like, and so Susie Lou apparently was, had a lot of, um, a lot of followers and, uh, she essentially just watches anime and like it's supposed to be like most of her shit is supposed to be reactionary videos, but like they show clips of her just sitting there like watching it, and a lot of times she's streaming it on YouTube, so obviously you know copyright infringement, mm-hmm. and uh, and when you know people talk trash talk um talk shit about her, you know she hits their videos back with copyright claims because they use her image or something from her video, which is fair use because they're adding commentary to it and stuff like that. But anytime they use her video, she throws a copyright claim at them. And apparently she did have somebody, because she was one of the top people on there, Google was kind of protecting her. And she had a Patreon page, which... This is at Suzy... Suzy Lou. Suzy Lou. Yeah. And um, she had a Patreon page, which apparently people were saying that it was just streaming anime. And people were paying to see anime that you can't get any that you're you know you're unable to stream anywhere, and she was streaming and making money off of it, and then talking about how people when they use her video, they're just doing this to make money off of me and blah blah blah, and it's copyright infringement, and everybody's like, uh, bitch, you're doing the same fucking thing. Like I just pulled her up. She was watching Naruto, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you can stream that on Funimation. <laughs> that, that shit's on not Funimation. It's on um. Hulu, I think. And then, like, all her videos on Patreon went down. And then she's then, you know, like saying shit like, oh, and then she says, oh, I closed my account because, you know, Patreon changed the rules, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like, and then she, and they go, yeah, but if you look at like a day before, she's saying copyright trolls are getting her. And they go, the problem is, is that it's probably it wasn't Ooh, copyright. <laughs> yeah i know that's what they're saying they're like going um no it's probably the the anime animators that are coming they, after they you they don't play on with fucking anime bro yeah I know, they, they, they get after you for that shit <laughs> japan is like this is our shit all right fuck off <laughs> have a good day and there's and they were saying similar stuff about uh sniper wolf how you know she they're saying that a lot sometimes some of the games that she plays it's not her playing um and that uh, she does the copyright claims too. Like she'll 
talk shit about somebody is saying and then she if somebody does something similar to her she hits them back with uh with a copyright um copyright yeah. notice or a um, harassment of violating community rules she used, to, she used to be pretty good like she used to play a lot of shooters mm-hmm. and and then she you know she realized if she just she, she's a pretty girl so she could just play on easy mode right so she just does like reaction videos just because people want to look at her face they don't really give a shit what she's watching her tits. i mean you know it's just come on right <laughs> but this chick she as a sniper wolf is dumb popular like she she has like 13 million followers and she does like vi- <laughs> i see a couple of videos because the kids will watch her and so and she's hot fuck it, i'm not gonna lie um <laughs> And you'll see her walking around how she lives in a fucking mansion, like off of YouTube. And she doesn't really do anything. Like she usually watches other people's shit or she vlogs. Yeah. I'm like these. And and, and this brought up a conversation that stupid chick. We were talking about my friend and my group of friends here. And a couple of them are chicks. And they were like, oh, you know, the world's much easier when you're a man. I said, fuck (laughs) you. Fuck you. I said, listen. (laughs) If you're a chick who's trying to be, you know, skilled at a job or you try, yes, that there is some, some male privilege going on that you have to overcome. But if you just sell your soul for convenience, you'd be on fucking easy mode all day. Just pull that shirt down a little bit. You fucking, (laughs) these these dudes are out here paying hundreds of dollars for pictures of chicks feet. Like what the foot? Ain't no one want to see my foot, bro. No one wants to see my foot. I don't want to see my foot. Oh man. Like, it's insane to me, and I there was a, there's this new word called simp. Oh yeah, it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's so perfect, bro. <laughs> I say shit all the time, but then it's like it's it's getting it's just another word for white knight, but it's getting um, it's getting out of hand because anytime you compliment a chick, simp, like that's yeah. how it's been lately. But um, you'll see these dudes. Like I was watching a video. I, I think his name's Difo on YouTube. He's so fucking funny. But he'll he's usually playing COD and then he just talks about something. And he he, he talks about simps a lot. And he's like, You go to these and he'll he'll give you examples. These chicks don't give a fuck about anybody. They're just there for the money. And these dudes are sending them thousands of dollars for nothing. Like they're just yeah. sitting there. He goes, hey, no bitch get my money for just sitting there. You better do something. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so hard. He goes, won't be no simping on this channel, boys. <laughs> He's so aggressive about it, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> but it's like it, it's it's insane to me because a lot of people, oh, it's 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 young boys. Like, yeah, a, probably, probably a large portion, but it's not all of them, bro. Yeah, because they're dropping dimes yeah, on these. That's what chicks. I'm gonna say. It's like it's not young boys because young boys don't have that much expendable cash. And like they had this around. one chick, and this was recent, and she was sitting there on her soapbox, basically, and she doesn't do anything. Like she basically sits on a couch and looks cute. That's what she does on her Twitch streams. <laughs> and she was telling everybody how if you have time to watch Twitch, you can donate money. Oh, I've seen that video. That yeah. chick. And I was like, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> no one giving you money. Like it's so stupid. That's what that's what a like, lot of people I was I remember I remember seeing that. And I saw some people comment, and I and I was like, "Oh, it was on Twitter. It was on Twitter. I saw that. That's how I came." And they're like, "Going, you put content out there. They're like, whose fault it is? The people that are watching it for free or you? Like, right. <laughs> it's like going, you put content out there, but nobody wants to pay you. 
that means because here's here's my thing okay there are chicks that do have um what is it called only fans or, or patriots that's fine yeah. if people want to throw them money that's perfectly fine but don't expect it if you're just sitting on a couch in a dress i can go to Pornhub in about three seconds flat and i can see a whole lot more free yeah exactly and, you know chicks, I mean? probably, so and like, chicks hotter than this chick exactly so it's like I don't – there are very talented actresses on Pornhub that deserve – that don't <laughs> even deserve my money, <laughs> let alone – it's just – it's this entitled – it's this entitlement and it's like – I think they just forget. And this sounds super sexist, but it's really not. It's – you are in a lane. It's like you're basically a stripper that don't take your clothes off. Yeah. The only reason – the only thing you're bringing to that stream is being hot. So then sometimes you'll see like – the chick who basically all she does is pull her shirt down or or like pout into the camera and do weird anime faces and whatever these fucking young dudes are into now. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden she's like, you know what? I bring a lot to this. I bring you a lot of content every day. And you, it's like, no, you don't. Right. Like, Sweetheart, you don't do anything. Right. <laughs> you just stand there. Good for you. You were born hot. It was like one yeah. of it was like one of these things that they said about uh, Susie Lou, and they said that they got these uh, tw- these exchanges, and saying that oh my god, it takes me forever to do to edit my videos and stuff like that. And I'm seeing her videos, and I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like the lamest shit. Like she there's don't no, edit shit. You don't Get edit shit. Here. It's like you have just a picture in the corner, and it's just. It's like going, no. And never, even all of them are like going, it's like the laziest editing ever. Twitch is a perfect example, though. And I know it's an unpopular opinion, which is probably going to be another show we do. <laughs> um, but there is male privilege, but there's also female privilege. Yeah. It depends on what you're doing and where you're at. And yeah. Twitch is a perfect example of female privilege. It's fucking easy mode. Dudes on Twitch, they have to play a game. Right. They have to be fucking great at it and then they also have to be constantly entertaining right and then when they put their videos on youtube the edits are lovely bro they yeah. i usually watch them on youtube because they'll add little fucking sound effects and all types of stuff like that they have to do that yeah girls makeup oh yeah that's it tight like, clothing and tight clothing and stuff like that i mean the ones that the any ones that get my attention are the ones that are that are funny that you know aren't just stupid right. just stupid um they don't have to be hot they just have you know it's just like you know they just have to and be there's plenty there's plenty of girls and they can or also women or whatever that play that are, their that play games or whatever they actually right. do what they're supposed to do and not lazy about it one of my favorite ones is um this chick called valkyrie she's on the hundred the hundred thieves um group uh she was the first girl in that group and she's she's cute you know but she's funny like she's like cute i'm getting old okay i'm like 35 i mean 36 this year it's not old but it's old enough where cute will get me in the door sometimes Mm. but if you ain't selling something else i'm leaving right (laughs) there's there's not much for me to view anymore (laughs) you know what i mean so it's like yeah uh, probably she gets some followers because she's cute and stuff like that but she's funny you know Mm. and you'll see that on tiktok too tiktok's a very like I'm just going to do a retarded dance and you're going to watch it because I'm hot. It's like, no, I'm really not. I'm just going to skip it. There's this one chick. I don't remember her name, but, um, she's, she's hot. Like I'm not, that's a mince words. All right. But she's incredibly funny. 
like the skit she does and shit got me cracking up. So I followed her. Right? <laughs> you know, I'm like, shit. And she even did this video. It was funny. It said, um, and she's actually talking, which is rare on TikTok. If you guys aren't used to TikTok, that most people are mouthing other people's words. It's kind of mm. weird. You have to see it. Um, but she's talking. She goes, look, if you follow me because you think I'm funny or you enjoy my content, that's great. Thank you. Goes, but if you have a chick and you're hitting me up, <laughs> DMs, you need to check your life. <laughs> I was fucking laughing, bro. And then I stopped DMing her. Right. You know, so <laughs> you're, like, you're like, she may be talking to me, but I'm not going to take that chance. It's just all about respect. Right. You know? It's all about listening. That's really what it is. It's about listening to what they say. Yeah, it's like going, oh shit, that's what you're, it's like, it's like me when I see, you know, hot chicks on TikTok and then I'm like going, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, I had the volume down. Okay. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so I think they call the the useless girls e-girls. Yeah. But then I've seen if e-girl not be a negative thing, like it's just a model. But I, mean, I, I don't know. I, it's okay. See, that's the thing. If it. If you want to be an e-girl or whatever, you want to do very little and just be cute and put on outfits and stuff like that and boys will come and give you money, that's perfectly fine. This is America. Yeah, I ain't knocking the hustle. You Just don't complain. You're right. When there's some people that are like, but you're not doing anything. I'm not going <laughs> to give you any money. Hey, listen. You know. That's what strippers are for. You got to hustle for. right. <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, you go to a strip club and a stripper just stands there. You ain't giving her doll. You ain't giving her money. Right. You know, she starts doing stuff, then you start throwing out them singles and, you know. And another piece and if of she, wisdom. And if, she, and if she ain't doing anything and she looks like she got hit by the by the truck a few times, that's when you right. start throwing coins. Like a perfect <laughs> example. And, and and I'll say that then we'll move on. <laughs> but <laughs> No, no, no. Let's let's continue this stuff. <laughs> to, any, to any of these e-girls who feel, who might be listening, probably not, <laughs> yeah. but who might be listening – who feel entitled that they should get money and, and stuff like that and yada, yada, yada. Imagine going to a strip club, okay? Guys are there, they're throwing money, obviously, because, you know, that's what you do. Imagine if a stripper comes out and in the middle of her set, she just stops, sits down, and starts explaining the Constitution to you. <laughs> now, some in there might be into it. It's, people got weird kinks. Okay. Hey, hey, I mean, if I can get an erection and learn something at the same time, right. I, I'm all for it. <laughs> but what you're, what you're witnessing is someone who forgot where their lane was. <laughs> okay. They're like, all of a sudden they're three streets over and everyone's going, the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> so just remember that if you're an e-girl and you look at your videos, and all you're doing is sitting there looking cute. That's all you got. <laughs> and it ain't much. <laughs> you get out of your 20s, and it's going to start looking a little weird. You might want to get a skill. Okay? Oh, shit. That's all I have. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk, by the way. See, I'm in my lane. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't put on cute outfits. I mean, unless, anyway. unless, unless, you know, he's I mean, paid. I don't want to feel pretty. I mean, right. you know, it's whatever. Okay. Don't <laughs> you, judge. You, know? you see those, on, you see those on a Snapchat feeling cute. Might delete later. You know, that kind of stuff. No, <laughs> 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 KYE. Yeah, fucking bullshit. I don't even post on that shit. You kiss my ass. 
Uh, so this week we wanted to do something a little different. We want to take a take a break from telling you all you know about all the bullshit going on in the world. Why? Yeah. Because it all sucks. So that's why. Um, <laughs> so, but seriously, it truly is. Every time I try to look for news, it's COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Yeah. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, it's like <laughs> let's 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 chill off that for a second. But so, so seriously, but we wanted to do something kind of fun. And and we'll do you know these from time to time, and uh, so it's it's basically a list episode, but it's the list episodes of some of the stuff that we like and we wanted to talk about. So, in in this version of it, uh, we're going to talk about the five movies that we watch repeatedly. Now, to me, watching repeatedly is you kind of jonesing for it, or at the same time you're scrolling through the, the channels and oh shit, it's on. You know, and you just pick it up from wherever it's at, you know, um, and or, you know, it's just stuff that's like you, you're your go to all the time. And uh, so at least that's how I viewed it. I don't know how you viewed it, um, but that's, you know, movies that I see on TV or they happen to be playing on Netflix or something like that. And I see them and it's like immediately I'm going to watch it. There's yeah. five million movies on there that I haven't seen. Oh, but this one is the one I got to check out. Have to watch. Have it. to like, watch it, it. It's just no. It's it's a feel good kind of movie. Like, yeah. and they might, and especially my list, <laughs> they might not be known to be some of the greatest movies on the planet. But they're just movies that hit a chord with you. Maybe it's a memory or whatever connected to it. But it's just something that, like, it's like wrapping yourself in your favorite blanket. You're right. always gonna want to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, do you want to alternate on this? Uh, sure. Okay. So me first one, and these are in no particular order. And there are of course other movies that I'll watch too, but these right. are the ones that came off the top of my head. So they're obviously important. <laughs> first movie, army of darkness, bro. Of course. Of course. This fucking movie. <laughs> I saw this movie when I was way too young to see it for the first <laughs> time. And I still quote this movie and we're getting to a point where it makes me look old and no one knows the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> But um, <laughs> fucking, I just love this movie. It's it's not on TV that much anymore either because no. it's kind of a weird movie too. Yeah, I mean, I actually saw this before I saw the first two Evil Deads. So did I. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom wouldn't let me watch the two first Evil Deads. She let me watch this one. Wow, parenting of parenting of the year, <laughs> right? Even though I had seen all the Freddy Kruegers at that point. <laughs> All the Nightmare on Elm Streets and all the um, Jason. Um, so, yeah, definitely the comedy is top-notch. Bruce Campbell, I mean, come on. I know. You, you can't go wrong. fucking treasure. You can't go wrong with Bruce Campbell. You can't. It's just, just the fucking – every line in it is gold. There's not one line. Like just when he's in the fucking um he's got that little the like demon inside of him and he grabs the hot water and he's like, I was a hot chocolate. Ah! <laughs> Crazy bro. And it, what's and, what's great too is like Sam Raimi did these and so of course anytime he does any bigger budget movie, Bruce Campbell always has of course a, a spot in there, which he was in like the in all the uh, Spider Man movies. And now I'm looking I'm looking forward because Sam Raimi's doing the new Doctor Strange. So it's kind of like, oh, where's Bruce Campbell yeah. going to pop in? <laughs> you know? Oh, it's just so great. And then the, the way he – one of my favorite things about it was he was just a dude who worked at Kmart, essentially. They <laughs> yeah. called it S-Mart. But then all of a sudden he gets in this world and he's the biggest badass. <laughs> like, he, when he talked to the chick, um, he said oh, – I can't even remember. 
he told her to blow basically like, fuck <laughs> off and he kept dismissing her until right when she goes to run away then he grabs her and kisses <laughs> her i'm like this motherfucker like, it was just so it's like he was playing a caricature of someone from a story like that oh yeah. it was great dude uh, it was but... great <laughs> i haven't watched it in a while oh i, I want to watch it now yeah dude. i know i should grab it and we should do audio commentaries for you know just like release bonus shit of just audio oh, what's commentaries. the copyright on that though no we can just do audio commentaries meaning we don't play any audio we just if somebody oh, wants to listen to it over you can movie. play it over the movie yeah oh, you can that'd be dope yeah um my next one, my my one, um, it's, this has been great because during this whole, during, you know, it's been shown a lot, like consistently coming yeah. coming to America. Um, I fucking just love, love this movie. It's, it's like, you know, one of like Eddie Murphy's like greatest. Yeah. You know, uh, I just, <laughs> uh, what was it? Good morning, New York. Ah, go fuck yourself. Shut the fuck up. Yes, fuck you too. <laughs> or just, just let your soul go. God, that movie's so funny, dude. Uh, the Barbers, with, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? and then Eddie Murphy playing the Jewish guy is like telling him a joke. It's like, was that the first movie that Eddie Murphy like played someone like that? No, he in did. Makeup? He did a skit like that. It was a loose skit on SNL where he was, where he was supposed to be like he dressed up as a white man to go and see how how life was for a white man. And of course, it was all over the top, big. Like I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to pull that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it, it's funny. It's that. funny. Um, but yeah, you know, he's like, you know, and the joke at the end of the movie where he's like, you know, taste the soup. What is it? Too hot? No, taste the soup. What is it? The uh, is it too cold? Taste the soup. Where's the spoon? Aha. Aha! Uh, what do you know? What's funny, you bastards? <laughs> it's just the greatest movie, dude. <laughs> just, oh my god! It, the, you know all the different characters. My favorite is when um, is when Eddie Murphy plays sexual chocolate. Oh I believe, yeah! I believe the children are our future. <laughs> this guy's good. You must be crazy. Like, He's good. <laughs> I like that part too. And it's not even really a joke. When the <laughs> king shows up and fucking Eddie Murphy's homies just sitting in the fucking hot tub. And he was the one that was supposed to keep him on the street. <laughs> He's straight chilling too, dude. I was like, this motherfucker's in trouble. <laughs> dude, it was so great. That was um that was like the best view of africa for americans until um fucking black panther came out right <laughs> <laughs> it was just so great dude. oh my god um my second one it's got to be back to the future bro the first one. Oh fuck yeah dude this movie is perfect like it's it's even with that plot hole <laughs> nah, there's no plot holes how dare you this this movie first of all let me let me break it down <laughs> michael j fox fucking amazing in this movie okay his over the top, like, you're trying to tell me, <laughs> like, it just, it, it always makes me laugh. Like, it doesn't matter how many times I see it. Um, it's the sole reason why we remember the DeLorean. The, the greatest car on the planet. I still want a fucking DeLorean. <laughs> and it's, let's be honest, DeLorean was a shit car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it really was. Um, oh, what's her name? What's the mom's name? Oh, uh, 
Leah Thompson. She's Leah in. Thompson. She's in your other movie too. <laughs> I know because Leah Thompson was oh one of the hottest God. chicks in the eighties, bro. Oh. She was so fine. Okay, <laughs> she still is too. I never. She, you know, you know, spent time with the boy. You're sat in a parked car with the boy. I'm like, yeah. bitch, she would have. Slut. That was the greatest thing where she acts like a prude, right. but she was trying to fuck everyone <laughs> in a fifties way. Like, right. Like, yeah. Um. Everything was spot on though. Crispin Glover, dude. Oh my god, he was, he was great he as was George. Probably. And he was on. He wasn't on screen that much, but God, he was fucking great. Like he just played that awkward like dude so perfectly. Fucking Christopher Lloyd. I mean, oh my fuck, god. <laughs> I can literally name a dude that was in the background. You probably fucking remember this movie was the shit, dude. Okay? It's like every time I when I every time I see this movie, I always think of um, John Mulaney when he talks about Back to the Future, and he's like, "I rewatched it recently, and it's a little weird." Yeah. You know, he's like, "You know, can you be you know going and pitching this movie, yeah, he's his son is going to try to fuck his mom." He doesn't though. He doesn't. But you know, and then he's yeah. Friends. Wasn't didn't the, some studios say no because yeah. of that? Oh premise? yeah, like all the all the studios said yeah. no except for uh, Universal at the end. And then where he's like, uh, what he says? Um, he goes and his Universal's friends. Like, yeah, well, let's just give it a shot. Steven Spielberg's yeah, attached. Like, you know so what? Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's go. With it. <laughs> See and what happens. It's like, and he's friends with the disgraced nuclear scientist. Is it somebody he knows in school? I mean, you know, we we don't really know, but you know, he's anywhere from forty to eighty. We we don't know. <laughs> it's just one of it's one of those movies, bro. That I don't think anyone dislikes. No, not a, not nobody dislikes, and even a lot of the stuff you kind of just take that leap of logic. Like we don't know how Marty and Doc Brown knew each other. You know, yeah, but they just did. They just but you did. know what? That was movies back in the day. Like yeah. you didn't. We you didn't, didn't have need to explain every fucking thing. You're you're jumping into their life at this moment, right? You know, and and that was fine. It was fucking flawless. Okay. Yeah, no, it is plot bad. holes my ass. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that movie. Um, my next one is one of my all time favorites. It's one of those movies that when I feel depressed, I put it on. And it just always cracks me up. The jokes never seem to fall flat. It's Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Um, it's one of like it's hilarious because of the fact that during Black History Month, BET will show this movie like on constant rotation. But the fact that the matter is, is that could never be made now. <laughs> no. But it, it was such a it, for the time that it was made. It was such a breakout film, though. Oh yeah. Well, you like, know it. If you've ever listened to Mel Brooks talking about the making of this movie, like he said that even the studio was nervous that they thought they would have riots on their hands because of just yeah. how racially charged this movie was. But it's, it, I think it was a big deal though, and I wasn't there, but I think it was a big deal for that time because it put it put an African. It was a lot of racist jokes, but in the seventies, people make made racist jokes. Right. People didn't get so fucking offended if it was in a joking thing, but it also put an African-American in the lead role. Not he only was the one that was driving the story. Not only that, but if you really look at that movie, he's the smartest person in the movie. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> else is an idiot. He's a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Where are all the white women at? That's my favorite. I still say that shit. Dude. Where are all the white women at? <laughs> now just for my next, now for my next impression, Jesse Owens, you know, it's, and he's also so meta where he's like, yeah, um, where he's like, yeah. And I, 
he did the candy gram bomb and he goes, I probably won't even get credit for that. You know, and it's like the seventies <laughs> where you already know like shit like that. <laughs> my, my favorite though is when, um, <laughs> when the old lady tells, uh, um, the, uh, Cleavon little to, you know, when he says, good morning, ma'am, isn't it a beautiful day? And she says up yours. And she says the N word. And then he's just sitting there staring off and, Gene Wilder sitting next to him and he's like, you got to remember these are, you know, he goes, what did you expect? You know, hello, Sonny, come in, have a, um, have dinner with us, marry my daughter. You got to remember this is the, the simple folk, the common clay, you know, morons. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I've been seeing that, that, um, that clip going around on Twitter for explaining all these like anti-lockdown people. (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> they're saying they're using that clip. I'm like, oh, it's such a perfect clip. But, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's so, what's beautiful is that you look at it now and you're like, oh my God, it was so meta for the seven, like early seventies. So it, it's just really, really hilarious. And just, you know, so much, you laugh a lot of times because it is so like, oh my God, like so over the top offensive. You're just kind of like, wow. I've only, I've honestly almost seen this movie twice. It's on, and it was it was when I was younger. So I think I, I need to I need to take another look. It's at on it. Hulu right now. Is it? Yeah, I'm definitely watching it this weekend for, <laughs> for sure. Oh man, it's just it's and it also just basically shows you just how stupid racism <laughs> for real. <laughs> oh man, now now so, this is this is the epicness of of Adam. The term greatest movie of all time gets <laughs> thrown around a lot these days. Okay, <laughs> no. Um, I like this movie so much. Fuck Gone with the Wind. Fuck Citizen Kane. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna say fuck Schindler's List because that's that's offensive. Um, <laughs> Howard the Duck. Okay, first of all, <laughs> all right. But let me put into frame. Okay, the comic book character of Howard the Duck is one of my favorite co- characters of all time. I have the hundred dollar omnibus book of every comic book. He's ever been in. It's one of the greatest satirical characters ever created. And not that the new stuff is cool too, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the old school shit. It was crazy. It was out of left field. The movie is, is trash. Okay. <laughs> the movie um, is the biggest example of what happens when you don't read the source material. <laughs> they got a, the few key points right like where he came from and yada 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 but they kind of everything else was wrong in it but they got leah thompson Um, right in this movie leah thompson again (laughs) hot as the fucking sun is bright bro so fine now here's the thing i always watch this movie and it's it's the reason why it's a bad movie (laughs) is because the movie has no idea what it wants to be it has horror elements, comedy elements, sci-fi elements, fantasy elements, um, <laughs> pornographic elements <laughs> for a little second. It, it's all little over the place. reference. <laughs> right. It's all over the place. Not only that, um, he kind of looks like Daffy Duck. So at the time – or Daffy, Donald Duck. D- d- so at like the Donald time, Duck on meth. Right. So at the <laughs> time, pe- parents were like, can my kids go to this? And they're like, no. why the fuck would i go to it you know they didn't get it okay this was in a world of marvel movies even though this was a marvel movie um but i rarely laugh harder 
than when I watch this movie. It is so over the top campy. Um, some of the greatest one-liners I've ever heard in my life. Hmm. Um, they're all escaping me at this moment, but they, <laughs> they fucking. But trust on. me, they're there. <laughs> hold on, Howard, the Duck movie quotes because it's that I I can't not. You know what I mean? Um, there's one, and I hope it's here. It's just silly shit, like, um. If you can't take the heat, get out of that. Get out of that kitchen. That's not funny. Hold on, let me read the ones <laughs> that Howard the Duck said. So that's it. No, Mister Nice Duck. Like, I know no one's getting this right now. <laughs> oh, here we go. I want you to concentrate and read my mind. That was uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the scientist dude? It's he's a big, big deal now. Oh, uh, which you mean the, the uh, Tim Robbins? Yeah, Tim Robbins. Um. Yeah, oh, by the way, one of his fir- early, early roles. Yeah, it says, so at the time Howard like zones in, like he's reading his mind. He goes, you're thinking. They know I'm a fake. They know I'm a yo-yo. Tell me if I'm warm on any of these, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and, the th- and the reason why a lot of the one-liners are over-the-top campy. They're silly. But the reason why I laugh so hard is because I know the character it's based on. And that's he's known for that. He's known for quibs. Much better ones, but he's known for quips. I don't really, I can't even quantify why I like this movie so much. I should hate this movie. <laughs> like I should be pissed because it really. Howard the Duck was a very popular, if not niche, character in comics. This movie destroyed him. Right. Nobody <laughs> would buy his books anymore because of this movie. So I should hate. Thank it. you, George Lucas. Right, it's got a fifteen percent on uh, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Um, yeah, George Lucas completely fucked this up. Here you go. No one laughs at a master of quack foo. I'm done, bro. I'm done. Put it, put it in the oven. I'm done. Right? <laughs> I have better movies after this. I, I swear. <laughs> uh, so one of my all-time favorite movies. I like heist movies. Argo is a great one because even though Argo is like getting um, the hostages out of Iran, it has the feel and vibe of a heist movie. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Ocean's Eleven, the the nine, the two thousand in one version with Clooney and and Brad Pitt and all of them, is one of my all time favorites. Um, it's funny, it's sharp. Uh, there's a lot of just the the way everybody interacts with one another, and and the way Brad Pitt and George Clooney interact with each other without saying anything, but you know exactly what's going on. Um, you have Elliot Gould and, and Carl Reiner in there along with Andy Garcia. You just have such a great array, a great cast, even though a lot of the cast members were still before they actually exploded, like Casey Affleck. Um, and it's just, it's to me, it's just one of my all-time favorite movies. It was funny because over the weekend, I was actually, I was watching, I was scrolling through TV and then all of a sudden on A&E, they were like, Ocean's Eleven. I'm like, oh shit. So I dropped it on there and just was was watching it. And it's like, yes, I know every fucking line of that movie. And it just, each and every time, I just, I love it. It's just it's just one of my all-time favorite movies. It's definitely a, a, a feel-good movie. And um, in a lot of instances, it is almost a perfect movie. You know what's funny is this is the one movie on your list that I don't fully agree. It's a good movie, mm-hmm. but I really, it, I don't know, it didn't click with me. I watched it once and that was enough. <laughs> it's funny how that works, huh? Yeah. Like it's like you'll you'll be in love with something and it's a personal thing and then other people are like, I mean, I guess. 
<laughs> like we all have that. I mean, but I just named one. There were there were times. I mean, yeah. I mean, there were movies that that um didn't click with me when I first when I first saw. It, and then I gave them a shot later on, and now they're like a personal favorite. Um, Love Actually is one of that. When I originally saw the movie, I did not like it at all. And uh, oh, is that the um the one with Christina Ricci in it? Love Actually, no. Oh, no, that one? it's this one has a a bunch of people: Hugh Grant, Alan Rickman. Um, it's a Christmas movie. Um, Liam Neeson, uh, Emma Thompson. It's got like a lot of big British actors in it. Yeah, I've never um, seen it. And uh, it's a Christmas movie, and I I love that movie now because it's just kind of just fun and stuff like that. But yeah, with Ocean's Eleven, I mean, it it spawned Ocean's Twelve, which was kind of like, mm. but Ocean's Thirteen, I think, was also a very underrated uh, sequel. Uh, Al Pacino playing the bad guy in this one. I, I thought that was that was such a, a a fun one too. But I always go back to Eleven because I just I saw the the scripts was was uh, on point and I just totally love watching this movie each and every time. It's just always a fun one. I'm thinking of anything else. <laughs> it's a Woody Allen movie. Oh, but uh, yeah. Let's get the let's get into those chronometric particles. <laughs> so my favorite Star Trek movie I will always watch this when it comes on TV if people are in the way of me watching this I will remove them from my from my space <laughs> Star Trek First Contact to me this is this is the perfect Star Trek movie for me now that's a subjective thing it really depends on what Star Trek you started with and right. and stuff like that but for me this is this is my like fucking top of the top of the grade for star trek like i love this movie it has my favorite um like scary villain in it right it has my favorite fucking crew um it also has one thing i love in star trek is the fish out of water thing when it comes to time travel so when you have someone in the past and they have to interact with the future i think i know it's kind of campy most of the time but i like it (laughs) like i don't know why we also get to see a huge part of star trek history right um and what's his face who plays um Zephyrin Cochran? Oh, oh yeah. Spot on. Bro. Oh yeah. Spot um, on great. Oh god, why is his name is uh oh Cromwell. Uh shit. His name is Because he's such a good character James actor. Cromwell. Cromwell. James you don't Cromwell. remember him. Babe. Babe. Yeah. Have you seen Babe? <laughs> That'll do, pig. Here, I'll look it up right now. Um, but this movie and the board queen and just everything was so fucking good and i like how they there's a lot of nuance in it too um i like how cochran james cromwell um i like how cochran was um to them it was so true too to them he was a hero he was the he was he was he was their george washington he was perfect you know what i mean you go back he's a drunk (laughs) <laughs> he's doing it for money and that whole thing for me was so fucking great because that's how it really happened they yeah. never meet your heroes yeah you know what i mean and it was so f- i just loved it dude. and then he ends up realizing he's going to become the man that they're they're talking about rhetorical nonsense who rhetorical said- <laughs> nonsense. who said that you, you did, did. Oh years my God. <laughs> Riker was the shit in this too everybody was the shit <laughs> Uh, loved it. By the way, if you want a deep dive on this one, on our first episode of the Away Team, uh, we kick off with Star Trek First Contact when we kick off the start of the Federation. So if you want to hear, you want to get into the weeds on that shit, oh, <laughs> check out that episode. It's just, 
fucking tits, bro. Like, I mean, you have James Cromwell, you're Alfred Woodward as um as uh Alfred Woodward was um Oh yeah, Lily, yeah, that's Lily. Right. Lily. Yeah, Lily. The that was one of her early Sounds roles, Swedish. <laughs> sounds Swedish, yeah. And she was pretty good. Her whole the scene with um the scene with uh with with Patrick Stewart when they were talking about Ahab and and Moby Dick and stuff. Uh, I mean that you you have to be like that dude Shakespearean trained. He was being intense, bro. Yeah. And she was a pretty young actress at that time. Like that he she held it in. Like held her ground on that. And I was pretty impressed cuz I've seen he I've seen him make some fucking actress flinch, bro. <laughs> Under the pressure. Under the pressure. <laughs> um what was one thing too in it? Um, oh, the whole thing with data. It's just perfect, bro. I don't even need to go into it anymore. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you fucking up. Okay? Yeah, for me, yeah, like Star Trek, First Contact goes up there with some of my other favorites, which is Rathacon and The Voyage Home. Those are like like three of my favorite. great. The dude. three of my favorite like Trek movies of all time is is those three, um, which oddly enough, aren't shown very much on tele on, you know, uh, like on a lot of the streaming services. Yeah, it's, just, not, it, it's on CBS all access. Yeah. But you know, and, but I think it came, I think Amazon had them, had uh, Star Trek, had all the Star Trek movies for, uh, for a particular, which is rare. Cause usually yeah. you'll find all of them except for two and four. And first or you'll contact. see all the next gen ones, but none of the original. It's really weird. Or you'll <laughs> see all the next gen ones except for first contact. And yeah, it's kinda, it pisses me off. And you're like going, really? I got to choose between generations and insurrection? Like, <laughs> yeah, don't don't hurt my fucking feelings, bro. <laughs> generations, actually, I don't mind. I like generations. I'm, insurrection, though. Yeah, I know. Insurrection I is kind of like, what are we doing there, guys? I'll Do watch it. it if there's nothing else on. <laughs> I mean, you know, seem, it's still Star Trek. Steam Picard do a little bit of a mambo like in his office. You're like, what it's are the best we? part of the movie? What are you talking about? <laughs> No, the best part of the movie of Insurrection is when Data go, when Data hears the girls talking, and then he goes up to Worf, and Worf's like, "Ugh, like it's hot," or says something, and he goes, "Have you noticed that your breasts are firming up?" No, the best like, the best what? part of the best part of Insurrection is the is the controller that comes up out of the ground, and mm. we get the Riker lean. <laughs> oh, I, th- I I confused. I thought that was in Generations. Yes. <laughs> First of all. That shouldn't even surprise you. Like when I saw that, I just nodded my head. I'm like, yeah, Riker's a fucking badass. Like a hundred percent, dude. <laughs> oh man. Um, so uh my second to last on my list is actually I, I've been I'm I have a guilty pleasure for rom coms. Now I'll watch a rom com, but whether I actually watch it again is 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 also like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um but when Harry met Sally. Now it's you gotta bear in mind that when Harry Met Sally came out, I was in high school, and I was a traditional what sixteen year old like the fuck I'm not gonna say that and you know made jokes hey, when Harry did Sally you know that's that's the <laughs> level of maturity that I was at at that time, and um, I didn't end up watching that movie until that was my mid twenties. I finally ended up uh, that's when I started getting into writers and like Nora Ephron. Oh, it's because I think. Uh, uh, Sleepless in Seattle was coming out, and I was like, "Oh, she's the one that wrote that. I guess I'll ch- I'll look at that." And I actually fell in love with When Harry Met Sally, and to me, it was just one of those great dynamics of Meg Ryan, Billy Crystal, um, Bruno Kirby, Carrie Fisher, and then you had Rob Reiner directing. It just it had all these like 
just all these elements that really worked well together. And, you know, hearing the, the same jokes, you know, the jokes of, of Billy Crystal, you know, and uh, his interaction with, uh, with kind of the uptight Meg Ryan. And then setting in New York around the holidays, just like everything just seemed to kind of flow perfectly. And uh, I, Billy I, Crystal is one of the funniest people. Oh God, ever. He was, he's, I love Billy Crystal, bro. <laughs> like what he's sitting there telling her, he's like, yeah, and you know, he, he goes, we went to this African restaurant, and you know, they gave us small food, and then he makes this joke, and then she laughs. He's like, he's like, yeah, a little funny. She's like, not a word from her, and she, and then she makes a comment about like, well, you know. It'll be a long time before we find that someone or even longer before we sleep with somebody. Oh, I slept with her. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> you know, he slept with her, but you know, <laughs> oh man, but it's, it, it's just such a fun, fun movie. And then, you know, it, and I've always put this on my list of, um, new year's movies. Like, you know, everybody has Christmas movies. There's also a few movies that, that go between Christmas and new year's. And this one, as well as uh, Trading Places, really fits that Christmas New Year's kind of cross. And I, I've always I've always enjoyed this one. I think Patrick and I, yeah, I think Patrick and I did an episode of this on when we did the uh, Extended Play Movie Podcast. I think it's on our YouTube channel still. And I think we did the we did this for uh, for our holiday movies. But I, I really enjoy this. I always I've always loved this one. I actually like this better than. Any of the other ones that came after, like Sleepless in Seattle or You Got Mail or any of those other ones that tried. Um, no offense to Tom Hanks because, you know, National Treasure, but, you know, this this was still my well, favorite. It wasn't just Tom Hanks she did a memorable movie with. She also did one with Nicolas Cage called City of Angels. Oh, God. Remember I, that movie? Yeah, that one. My mom fucking loved that movie, dude. <laughs> I didn't really get it because I'm not a – I love When Harry Met Sally. The movie's great. First of all, Billy Crystal, but no. – I'm not a rom-com guy. Like a lot of times they, they, unless it's a really good one, but most of them for me are paint by numbers, but I'm like yeah. that with a lot of shit. So don't, don't listen to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm like that with horror movies too, especially modern horror movies. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's the same fucking movie over and over again with a different monster. Right. Um, but when Harry met Sally is tits, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch that when it comes on too. I had this, like pretty uh, much both uh, our lists are like a ten, a top ten. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like I've, it, I've, you know, I had this intense sexual experience. I made a girl meow. Wait, you, <laughs> you, you made a woman meow. <laughs> the only thing is with when Harry met Sally. When I first watched it, I didn't like it. Mm. Now keep in mind, Steve and I are different in age, about ten years. So. When it came out, he was actually cogniz- cognizant enough hmm. to understand. When I watched it, I think I was like eight. Right. And I was like, this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. Put fucking cartoons back on. Like, I didn't want to watch it. But I had the duck back on. <laughs> I, I watched it. I had a girlfriend in high school that would rave about this fucking movie. And I was like, what? My mom likes that movie. What are you talking about? Hmm. And then we watch. I'm like, this movie's fucking fire. Like, like <laughs> this movie's hilarious. Um, I think this is the movie that really got me to like Billy Crystal too, because yeah. I hadn't seen any of his movies. And then I saw City Slickers after this. <laughs> eh, There's another, that's another one I watch too. Uh, if City I had a six. Is, yeah, City Slickers is a great one. There's another movie that I love of Billy Crystal. It's actually before it predates uh, When Harry Met Sally. It's called Running Scared. And he stars in it with Gregory Hines, and they play 
um, it's a buddy cop movie, but they play Chicago detectives and, you know, always get it, you know, and they, they just, you know, it's just fucking one liner after one liner between the two of them. It's just so fucking funny. Jimmy Smith plays a, a, a drug dealer that they're trying to put behind bars before they retire and open up a bar in uh, Key West. And it's just, it, it's just one of my favorite movies. I love, love, love that movie. And it's probably one of my, one of the best buddy cop movies because they had Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines had such great chemistry together. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing is when I came up with this list, I was like, I'm just going to write down the first five I, I think of. That was the same Be- here. Right. Because there are so many movies that I'll watch <laughs> if they're on, you know what I mean? But, um, so my last movie, so this movie's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Yeah, there's actually <laughs> two movies that are there's two movies that are very similar and, and it's this one and another one. So I'm just gonna say both of them. But the one I put on the list was Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Um Tina Fey wrote an amazing fucking movie. It's it's hilarious. Like I can't Yes, it's a high school movie about girl drama. But it, I don't know if it's just – there's something about it that fucking – that clicks with me and makes me fucking laugh hard. Um, it kind of reminds me of high school like looking – but looking at it from a different perspective because I'm obviously not a girl. <laughs> you know. But the, the whole inner monologue of um, Lindsay Lohan in the movie and just the whole – um, Regina George fucking being the <laughs> biggest bitch you've ever seen in your life. Like, and so many big actors came out of this. Some, some kind of didn't, uh, but it's funny it was, too, because people say like, yeah, when you look back at mean girls and you think like, Oh, like Lindsay Lohan was going to be the biggest one out of it. And it ended up becoming Rachel McAdams, you know, <laughs> Rachel McAdams, bro. Oh dude. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. And that one who's dumb, who <laughs> tits at ESPN or something. Like, the, the movie is great. Like if you've never seen it because it looks like some weird movie, watch the movie. Right. Like it, it's a re- Tina Fey can write. Oh yeah. Like it's it's so good. But I'm gonna add another one because along the same vein, and this one's even more embarrassing. I will watch this every time it comes on. I've seen this movie ten fucking times. Bring it on. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And you could sit here and go, oh, because there's hot chicks in it. Because it's Gabrielle Union. <laughs> right. At first, I thought that was what it was too, especially with the young Elijah Dishku motherfucker. Mm, yeah. But it's not that. I don't know what it is. I laugh so fucking hard, and it has a it has a clueless vibe to it, mm. and it kind of reminds me of a simpler time. <laughs> <laughs> clueless is another movie that everybody liked when that oh, came yeah. out. Um, it was just funny, but um, yeah. So I could keep going forever. But the movie that Steve's about to say is another movie that I'm actually feel dumb for not putting on my list. Because <laughs> I wore out the fucking tape <laughs> on this movie, dude. Uh, this one, uh, we actually did an episode on this a little while back. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and 1990 version. Uh, I thought this came out in 88 no, for was, my trip. No, it was 1990. Um and uh, because this year was the thirtieth uh, anniversary. Oh yeah. And uh, and <laughs> and you know we talked about this. You can go back to one of the early episodes where we talked about this, um, or earlier episodes, not early episodes, but earlier. And it's just a great collection of like cheesy ass one liners, but amazing animatronic fucking turtle ma- faces. 
and and it just it 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 just it just pops like it pops every time you watch it. it and it's one of those movies that if you had never seen it and someone told you about it you would think this movie's gonna flop bro right. that don't make no sense but it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember this was also at the height of fucking turtle mania too. Yeah. I remember watching this before my senior year of high school. And, uh, one of my, one of the, uh, friend I made during that, we actually bonded over <laughs> teenage Mutant ninja turtles. Um, it's just, it's just such a funny ass movie. And it's, it, you know, it just, it, and it, and surprisingly enough, it, it kind of holds up. Like I mean, yeah, you know, it's like you you it holds up because it looks visually the turtles look better than the the CG ones from the the last two movies they did, you know, and and that that's for me. It's kind of looking at them like they're overly CG, and you see these, and you're kind of like, you know, yeah, these these look more of what you kind of saw, but they also worked like the faces and just the servos that they use for the animatronic faces mm-hmm. and the suits. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, so that's uh, and. It made possible one of the greatest YouTube parodies of all fucking time, <laughs> which I can't really say. It was N-Word Turtles, <laughs> and it is so fucking funny. This dude does a voiceover, and it's perfectly synced up. <laughs> voiceover for all the characters, and they're just ghetto as fuck, <laughs> and I live for it. Wanna it's the Want to smoke some weed? Yeah, can we stop by the liquor store first? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, <laughs> why, you gotta, you, why do you gotta disrespect you, her? <laughs> you would take that blue shit off, right? Blood. <laughs> oh my god! It is. We quote this shit constantly, and one of the saddest things in my life is that he never finished it. <laughs> so bummed somebody, out. Somebody gonna done. be riding this turtle dick later on. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you give me, soda pop? Put one ice cube in that bitch. Let's go come over here and sit on his dick. <laughs> Splinter comes from downstairs. What you on about? You talking about that stick of dick? <laughs> it's so funny. I gotta, I gotta still watch those, the, those like newer reaction videos of like a bunch of black people watching that for the first time. I was like, I gotta see their reaction. <laughs> that same, that same dude made a couple videos um, using Grand Theft Auto Five, and it, like two of them were were really funny, but then a couple of them were kind of silly, but. Um. Still, <laughs> fucking great, dude. Did you wrap it up? <laughs> Did you wrap it up? Uh, <laughs> Did you use a condom? You're gonna have a bunch a of tur- what? <laughs> you're gonna use. You're gonna be a bunch of turtle babies. <laughs> he says, "What's a condom? <laughs> Something you should have put on your half shell." Put <laughs> 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 uh, <Sport> a <of> splinter <laughs> with fucking. Um, April was on the couch. He's like, yeah, freak me, baby. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes up. What does he say? He's, <laughs> Michelangelo's like, Dash, you got a feet on your couch. Get your fucking feet <laughs> off my fucking couch. Like, it got real for a second. And also keep in mind that this movie is the one with the hotter, uh, the hotter April. Oh my God, she's so fucking pretty, dude. Mm. Like, seriously, it's dumb. I, I and, vaguely, ra- and vaguely racist. In my best, am I behind on my Sony payments? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could make jokes like that back then. <laughs> um, 
those in the in the N word turtles. It's uh, <laughs> they dub her over. It's, it's morphin time. It's like, oh shit, this bitch is a Power Ranger, cuz <laughs> she ain't no Power Ranger. Fuck out of here. Like, damn, you got hands. Yeah, you know I've been practicing. <laughs> She's hosting. Um, this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles virtual pizza party to be hosted by original April O'Neil. This came out May fourth. I guess they're having um, the ultimate stay-at-home pizza party is happening soon as original April O'Neil actress Judith Hogg is hosting a virtual reunion on Zoom to celebrate the 30th anniversary. That's cool. For those that might be listening to this later, um, this was a dark time. (laughs) We were all stuck in the house. Oh, man. Uh, great course, movies all uh, around. Yeah, there's some definitely if you're looking for some movies to watch this weekend <laughs> this week, uh definitely some any one of these would be an excellent pick. Exactly. You won't hear a complaint from us. No. So, thanks for checking us out. Now it's time to no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Um if you'd like to help the show, please feel free to donate. Please. No. Feel free. I mean, if you have time to listen to the show, you have time to donate. Oh my god, that chick is such a bitch, dude. And then I said, bitch. Like, it's so, we were talking about the fucking e-girls. We just went through a whole show. Like, we didn't do anything spectacular, but we actually spoke the whole time. And we're not entitled to money. Right. These chicks put on some eyeshadow, and all of a sudden, um, excuse me, give me a thousand dollars. Fuck you. Don't get me sad again, dude. Please feel free to donate. If you can't donate, though, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I skipped a line. (laughs) You could donate using our PayPal on our blog, theleasygeeks.com. If you can't help monetarily. Right. Because you know you you got shit to do and stuff like that. Some people out of work. Yeah. All right. Um, Some people just don't want to pay random motherfuckers on the internet. (laughs) I get it. You know? You got I mean, a lot of OnlyFans to keep up with. <laughs> listen, listen. I know when you when your OnlyFans take up more than your rent, you, you might have a problem. Like I'm not even. I'm like disappointed and impressed at the same time. It's just it's a weird thing, <laughs> right? You might need <laughs> Jesus. I mean, that's what we're saying. <laughs> you need help, but let me get some of them logins real quick. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it, but I do want to see it. Because <laughs> um, you know, it's like it's like the it's like the the trial period. You know, we got to see the goods before we can decide to commit. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I was gonna say, um, if you can't help with money, that's fine. You can just review the show. Um, all reviews will help uh, get our name out there a little bit more because, um, you know, it's nice when people are listening <laughs> when I'm talking. Um, but I do want to say this because we we did say on the podcast at the beginning. I do want to say, listen, big ups um, and shout outs to all the women out there who do shit, um, who aren't just out there selling it. And I'm not even hate. I'm not even shaming chicks that are just fucking showing their tits and stuff. Good for you, but I mean the ones who are like I have a cousin, um, Samantha. She's going to school to be a chemist, and she's told me that she uh, this is back in Massachusetts. She's tell- she's told me that some of the other science students, because mostly men, kind of look down on her because you know she's she's a relatively attractive redhead. And um, they kind of do this and that. So when you're a chick and you're not like 
shaking your ass for dollars and, <laughs> or just being someone's fucking servant, you're on hard mode. And right. I fucking respect it. Bro. <laughs> don't think I don't know the, the fucking struggles out here. Right. I see it every day. The struggles right? is real. And you are more beautiful that way. What's up? Hit me up. Right? <laughs> Slide into them DMs, though. <laughs> I'm about to sling. Get that OnlyFans real quick. No. <laughs> I, I love all women. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay? Uh, and uh, you can, uh, if you want to, you know, give us them, uh, them logins, though, you can go ahead and uh, send it to any of our social media, facebook.com slash the lazy geeks, Twitter and Instagram, both under the name at the lazy geeks, all one word, comments, suggestions, uh, questions, or them logins, though, you can email us at mailbag at the lazy geeks.com. And um, you can be sure to check out our uh, fan only fans page. I mean, um, our YouTube channel. And uh, you can catch up on, uh, you know, past episodes and other shows that we had done uh, over here, you know, because we doing some work here. We doing the Lord's work is what we're trying to say. Listen, I'm just saying if your billing cycle started a few <laughs> days ago and you canceled today, you still got to the end of the month. Don't hold on to them fucking logins if you ain't using it. That's all I'm saying. All right, I'm just saying share the fucking well. It don't make no sense. You know what's so funny? There's a whole community online of people who – and it constantly gets taken down because they'll put it on Reddit and shit. But people – someone who like signs up for an OnlyFans because he has a lot of money and then he just fucking blasts everything for free. And I'm like that's kind of fucked up. But it's funny because there's like this whole community of, listen, guys, I got you. Right. right? And I'm like this is real serious to see nudes of a random chick you're never going to meet. <laughs> uh, porn is free guys calm down <laughs> exactly it's called porn um, hub <laughs> <laughs> if you can't click on any of the links available in the show notes want more content or updates on our coming shows or vaguely sexist comments <laughs> i mean you never know sometimes but they're not uh hopefully and, and we have and all our social media icons there if you kind of want to slip us this, those logins though <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I need, I need, um, I don't want OnlyFans, okay? I don't want premium Snapchats, all right? I want these Patreon account numbers, all right? We're trying to get these bills paid, and I'm getting a little sick and tired that I wasn't born with the genetic fucking roulette winning wheel. I need this money. Sometimes, you, you, some of you girls don't understand how pissed off guys get sometimes. Just like, the, I, it was a moment, I'm going to say this for you. There was a moment, and this is a while ago, I had worked a 14 hour shift. Okay. And that was common back then. Steve knows. Mm. Grinding so I could feed my kids and I can help my wife pay with the bills because it's 50 50, me and my wife. Until she pisses me off. That was funny. <laughs> Sat down on my computer and fired up YouTube because, listen, we all do it. I don't want to hear it. Fire up YouTube first thing. Saw a video talking about a chick who was hot. And she literally just puts her feet oh, shit. in front of a camera. Not even her whole body. And she's hot. Just her feet. Which is weird because I have a weird thing with feet. I, feet are gross. I Keep them the fuck away from me. I don't. To me, it's like you walk the earth with those Fuck off. Like, don't touch <laughs> me with those. But some people are in it, and that's fine. I'm not kink shaming. It's whatever. 
she made in the five minutes that I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on <laughs> in this video. The dude tells me she streamed for 20 minutes and made about $10,000. $10,000 for showing her feet. Dude, that was a moment in my life when I said, you know what? Fuck that bitch. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> I hope her feet burn in a fire. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna come up with something where I'm gonna be on your YouTube channel, slowly stripping, and you have to pay me to get off your YouTube channel. Yeah, that's how we're gonna make money. I'm gonna slowly take my clothes off and go, listen, for only ten dollars, I'll put something back on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> my friend one time we were talking about this he goes look we can make money off of this i'm like how we can't we're not sexy <laughs> like we're not gonna get on the with these girls even if you're a good looking dude it doesn't work that way right and and they go no and my friend's like listen i think we, what we can do is get like two three maybe four of these e-girl chicks get the, start like a team on one channel um protect them from the people that are, like act up you know and send threats or send or get a little too close and then they give us a cut and i'm like you want to be a pimp because <laughs> that sounds like being a pimp and i'm ready <laughs> he goes no it's not being a pimp so anyway if the girls don't do what we say we just slap them right, right. <laughs> i'm like wait a minute this is set up for a joke <laughs> so if you want any of that <laughs> drop them logins all right <laughs> LazyGeeks.com. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's it for us this week. So until next time and until we get those logins. Uh, <laughs> you must be mental if you ain't got them credentials, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm Jesus Steven Vargas. <laughs> going to hell, bro. Seriously. Uh, I'm Steven Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. <laughs> and we are them broke ass lazy geeks. <laughs> <laughs> Get them logins. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>